1: Welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, uh, welcome to Veteran Voice Radio here in the beautiful town of Marshfield. We survived the uh, tsunami this morning, huh? Last two. Last two days. Yeah. Which was great because it got rid of that pollen. Yeah early in the Until morning Until tomorrow yeah early in the morning so uh wolfie uh, was out with his head and shoulders uh i heard the my morning. hair
2: frizzed, frizzled up what what some people have to do to give away 4500 pounds of, of food i'm telling you frizz my hair and everything i hope those people are enjoying that food it might cost my well it's, a, cost. it's so all yeah. if you got
0: a haircut you wouldn't have to worry about that <laughs> all right
2: see he's I'm I'm logging loose. He's high and tight.
1: <laughs> so that's the. That's, so we fed that's,
2: him. All the goons were here. The pit stop. The pit crew was here. We fed them all. They were all done. Twelve fifteen. All the food was gone. Everybody was happy. The weather was. And we got to give a shout out to Sam.
1: Oh, Sam, our friend from Brockton. Yep. Was over World today.
2: World War II veteran.
1: Sam, you're always welcome. Welcome to give us a call or to come on in and sit in on the show. And because uh, we got to talk, we we only talked briefly with him. We need to talk a little bit more to see what you got, what you can do, what you want to do, and uh, maybe we can use your services somehow. So uh, yeah. let's yeah. Let, let's keep that going, Wolfie.
2: Yeah, I don't mind being friends, Sam, but you ate all my hostess Twinkies, uh, gang. Yeah, he took the last of my hostess Twinkies today.
1: You but, don't uh, need them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we eliminate those kinds. I'm sweet
2: enough. For you, a hockey well, player. let's not
1: get carried away.
2: Um, but tonight <laughs> we got to start the show with a vetty, and my um, good friend George Ponce gave us a, a good friend of ours. And tonight's ornery, VSO. Yep, he's he's. Oh my God, he's the best. We give him all our problems. Yeah, <laughs> his his business is good from us. We give him all our problems, but it's Vinny Birdzik, and um, he's a terrific guy. He really deserves this. He was a corporal in the United States Marine Corps, and he's getting the Vetti Award. It's not an Emmy. It's not a Tony. It's a Vetti. It's a Vetti. It's a Vetti. Veteran Voice Special Vetti. So he was in the. In um,
1: Lithuanian though.
2: So it's, you know, we just have to... we can only have
1: we're metas, to, we, Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're trying to fine-tune Wolfie here, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. it's turning me into a class <laughs> a act. Word. No, no.
2: It's a good thing Vinny knows me, because he understands what the trouble is for me trying to read something or anything. But um, he was a corporal in the United States Marines. He was in the um, First Marines over in, in uh, Vietnam, and he was a field wireman in the combat battalion. So he was hooking up all the wires to all the fire... That's control an easy job. His. Oh, my God. So he was on search and destroy missions and, and, uh, sure. the whole time he was there. And he got wounded. This is a bad day. And they wounded the helicopter that he was supposed to go on in so they couldn't take him out to evacuate him. They sent him over a burnt-out bridge to get back to get again. Penny, that's a bad day, dude, by anybody's I tell you, those helicopter
1: pilots have it, uh have it really, really tough, and they show exceptional bravery based on the yeah. lack of armor that they carried. They had maybe a machine gunner on the side sticking out, but uh, easy yeah. targets. So Vinnie
2: tested them. I don't think that pilot was that happy with Vinnie. He got them all shot well. out. But um, so Vinny's still in communications, but it's a little less dangerous. The only thing he gets yelled at now is maybe for a misspelling. So he does all the newsletters for um, the Ralph Talbot Post, for the disabled Americans, and for thousands of Marines. He's still doing all that. Um, he's absolutely terrific. So except my sister Kim is mad at him. He made us go pick up, you know, a whole trailer of models, model ships. And oh, model I thought you meant.
1: The other sorry, my rivals. brain.
2: Vinny and I wouldn't have shared that with him. No, I, I don't need so it. So poor Kim had to clean the whole thing up and fix it up. So Vinny, she's still a little mad at you, but <laughs> it'll it'll blow over. She was happy. We gave a, a half a trailer of all that when we did the barbecue at the Brockton Medical VA Center, they got that whole whole half a trailer, Vinny. So thank you for that. That was wonderful. And um, as Pont said, it, like Wayne and Garth in Wayne's world, this is the opposite. He is worthy. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so, and
1: thank you for your great service.
2: Yeah. So Veteran Voice Radio Show, Vinny, we salute you. Thank you for everything you do.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and George is a great VSO, one of the best in the state, and uh, goes out of his way to help everybody uh, that's in distress, and you, we really do send him a lot of problems. We
2: give him a lot of business. We should get a commission on that.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, a- it'll, it'll be in the mail, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
2: check is in the mail. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: It's it's, it, it's no problem, but we have two great guests tonight. Yeah. Great guests. Uh, Wolfie, you want to do the introductions? Uh, they're, uh, you, you know, part of uh, your your
2: Yeah, this are yeah, part of our world, and... Um, we want to introduce um, Deb Ehrenberg, and the reason I'm a lousy rower is she coached me quite a bit. That's my problem, so we have to overlook that part. All right. Is, okay. is there a penalty box in rowing? I think yeah, yeah, I was yeah. even in the penalty Get box ready. rowing. Yeah. 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 And um, But what she ended up doing, because he's a nice person, hell of a rower, hell of a coach and athlete, she ended up, she's going to introduce herself, and I'm just going to give a setup, working with U.S. rowing and dealing with the para crew and the veteran crew, and, and, and everyone listening to us knows our whole theme here is suicide prevention. What do you think the first thing she says to me today when she comes in? I'm working on suicide prevention. So we're actually all on the same track, and then she'll get to speak and explain to what she's doing. And then a good friend Bill Golden, who the reason the government is so screwed up today is because he was a state senator. <laughs> so <laughs> what was is the key word, though? <laughs> well, uh, uh, if, if, if he was
1: <laughs> still there, it wouldn't be as bad as it is now.
2: Yeah, right. yeah so he does a lot of wonderful things for, for a lot of situations, but right now he's talking about the real pilot museum up in Salem, which we're going to have some special programs up there. For our crew, we're going to have a big event, a big adventure. We'll get your whole crew up there. And then later on for the, you know, for all over, is going to be discounts for the veterans. So they're going to talk about that stuff too. US,
1: U.S. rowing, I, they must be the real be, thing. the real thing. Olympic real thing. Maybe we could get her to get some of her compatriots out in Lake Michigan. To yeah. row across Lake Michigan, we got a yeah, bunch of swimmers move, out yeah. there yeah. with Parkinson's disease, and they're swimming Lake Michigan in a relay. Wolfie came up and said, "Oh, me and uh, uh, me and Susan will go. No,
3: no problem. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, it's they only they Lake go. Go. Michigan. Yeah.
2: How many could be hundred miles? How many be? Yeah, the Road, Michigan. Is that, yeah?
1: yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Oh really, I think it's, it's, so it's so about good.
1: sixty miles." Yeah. But Bill, wow, B- yeah, but Bill Buckler was this w- wonderful guy with Parkinson's disease. He's walked across the country three times. He just walked across the Sahara Desert with a backpack, walked it with Parkinson's. You know, he had such courage and and determination. Uh, he's he, he's amazing. We we we're, we're involved, and I'll talk to you later. We're involved in a, in some Parkinson's uh, issues, which lead to suicide, uh, could lead to suicide and i don't know if yeah. wolfie told you we were just given an award by the massachusetts coalition for suicide prevention for our excellence in broadcasting and and not doing anything well it was, work. it was last week that uh, uh we actually got it and uh Wolfie and I don't do anything.
2: It's what you, Greg came up with the right line. That's why you guys are here. That's why you have, is Greg and I don't. We don't know anything, but we know everybody. <laughs>
3: that's, that's <laughs> so we're one. pretty good yeah, referrers. We yeah. So, Deb, re- why don't you introduce yeah, Jeff, yourself sure and you a little doing. bit of um, your background. As Craig said, I'm, I'm Deb Hofler-Arenberg. Um, I work for U.S. Rowing. I am the Adaptive Program Coordinator for the national organization, and one of my uh, favorite parts of my job is that I uh, coordinate a VA grant that we've received now for eight years uh, that is called Freedom Rose, and it is an adaptive sports grant that we're given from the Veterans Administration. Is this just your group locally, or is this across the country? It's it's national. National, So we have 33 Freedom Rose programs across the country. Wonderful. And uh, they all have their own individual cultures. The program that Craig's associated with at Hull is very different, for instance, uh, compared to the one that's at Community Rowing in Boston. Um, But the main purpose of it is we have uh, funding that goes towards coaching, uh, equipment, supplies. Uh, We're actually branching out more into whole health issues like suicide prevention. Um, We have travel for vets. If some veterans uh, get into the what's called the Paralympic Pipeline, and they want to be on the Paralympic team. Uh, I'm a Special
1: Olympics ref.
3: All right. Well, you know that process. I sure do. We do classification for the athletes, and there's potential that we have uh, athletes that are going on to compete at the Paralympics. In (laughs) fact, one of our key athletes, uh, Russell Garnett, is a dual Army and Navy retired veteran wow. who uh, rode in the mixed doubles uh, at the last uh, Tokyo Paralympics. Oh, well. wow. and he, Wolfie,
1: could that be a vetty perhaps?
2: That's a vetty.
3: Is, he, isn't that he a, a vetty? Us, he he's quite vetty. amazing. And yeah. he's training now for the next Olympics. Of course uh, he is. Why, row, why, why, why not? Wow. God and you, bless you, know, you talked about people rowing across Lake Michigan. Um, you know Angela Madsen, who was Army vet, uh, who unfortunately... Um, Passed away at sea on one of her uh, missions, but she's rode across the Atlantic, across wow, the Pacific, wow. Uh, wow. by herself. Um, it just, you know, there's there's a piece of a real hard. Piece I went inside. to Plymouth today. I
1: thought it was a big deal yeah. by myself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. Who, who, who did
2: Marge have us meet? That was the, the lady from England that rode and biked all over the world. She came to visit Marge. I gotta think of what. You her mean Jill
3: Fredson, name. Fredson, who's from Alaska? No, England. Another, no. another vet. So I, yeah, we, we have
2: a mutual friend. Just yeah. to say that, that broke the women's barrier in rowing, and she's really been our mentor for all this. Marge Beauregard. And just a quick thing, this lady came, out. think of her name in a second. Perfect, psychic. perfect storm.
1: Well, let, let us take this break now, yeah. and maybe that thought will fall out of the sky, yeah. and you'll come to it. <laughs> you'll land get, in his head? And that, oh, oh, it'll please. get lost in size, there. Wow,
2: Hold size, baby, that washes right over. And Jeez. then we get our, 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 Master, our, our we'll next
1: guest on, on. And, we, and we get to spend the whole quarter. Take it away, Lara. Thanks. Uh, we'll be back after these messages with none other than the Bill Golden <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We've Greg Brasso, your you you host exactly. of Veterans Voice Radio. Yeah, but we promised Bill we were going to, yeah. we can't, you know, you know, I, I distinguished Weymouth alumni here. One one, uh, one more penalty he's in the box.
2: He's in there. That's uh, his, major, his first hi, major. one. We major we could, I used to say to the ref, ref, you got to give me two minutes, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and your team because, was paying him yeah. to get
1: you off the ice, from what I understand. But, Bill, thank you so much for taking time to come in tonight. Uh, and and if you could introduce yourself A little bit of your background And why you're here And what are you up to
4: Sure, Greg Thank you very much for being here My claim to fame is that I'm um, an FOC Oh? A friend of Craig Oh, <laughs> oh God
1: My condolences <laughs> <That> t- Exactly <laughs> it Tells you everything about that. me it's My, no
4: my checkered past You there's, know The boy I hang you're out a with, kid. You know And, and yeah. how, I, how I went wrong years ago But no, it's really a pleasure to be here And um you know, I'm, I'm really here because of four people. Uh, these are people that I went to elementary school with in Cohasset um, Craig Simeone, who I stayed up with and saw my first overnight, you know, as a kid watching Godzilla. Uh, Peter Kogel, who was a twin that went to elementary school with me as well. Um, and there was Alan Keating, who was the quarterback of the football team the senior year in high school, but, we'll, again, I was a friend with from elementary school. And uh, a guy named Jim O'Malley, uh, who I was also a friend with in, uh, as an elementary schooler. And all of them are gone. Uh, you know, Craig, uh, Peter, and Alan all died before their 21st birthday in wow. Vietnam. Wow. Uh, they live with me every day. I think of them wow. every H- Have day. you
1: visited the Vietnam Wall in Fall
4: River oh, yet? Uh, not in Fall River, but I go to the Cohasset uh, ceremony that uh, that was put together. Did, we have um,
1: an 80% replica of the Vietnam Wall that we built in Fall River at Battleship Pack.
4: Well, it's it's a tremendous thing. Yes, and, this is know,
1: amazing, a monument that they put together beside the Iwo Jima monument, beside the uh, uh, Gold Star uh, Wives monument. Uh, I think it's the... Uh, uh, Homeland Security has a thing there, but it's just really moving. You can go see their names. You can scratch the names off if you'd like, but all 58,000, it's an 80% replica of the, of the, of the uh, wall in uh, Washington. Well, Craig, God Washington. bless you and,
4: and Craig and all of you for uh, remembering the service uh, of these kids that uh, really we all live for. Today. Oh, sure. We, we live for them every day. Well, I come day. from a
1: Gold Star family. So my family knows the loss of a relative, and a you know three uncles went and two came back, yeah. and 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 the hole that was in our family forever, and now there's I mean not now but fifty eight thousand names, of the, every fa- every one of those kids had a name on it, yeah. and I and I think the average age is, what did Justin say nineteen years old oh,
4: yeah. maybe, yeah. I
1: mean young 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 It was a terrible 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 time
4: well, in Cohasset Stuart Pratt of. Oh led the uh, construction of the Star Mothers uh, Memorial there. And it is, you know, to see those mothers, you know, uh, June Simeone and Flossie and, you know, it's just, it it just, uh, you know, a lot of people suffered, not, you know. And
1: they they go on suffering. And now because of Agent Orange, Parkinson's, diabetes, cancer, is catching up with them 20 or 30 years later. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. They they came back, but they didn't leave it behind. Unfortunately,
4: every day, every single day, I call uh, my former law partner, who's now ninety two. He was a vet. He got blown up a couple of times, and to go through with him daily, what he has to do to get basic things through veteran services yeah. is a really uh, well. We we know, we, tough, we don't you
1: know? Wolfie and I don't know don't do anything to know anything, but we know enough people that we can help him with any services he's lacking.
4: He's 92, he's deaf, he's blind. So we, c- we can get
1: him hearing aids if he wants, he can get free glasses if he wants, we can get him all his prescription medicine, we can get him registered in the VA overnight. O- overnight. And get him seen within a week. Because we so, have the yeah. directors of the Healthcare system of the VA. Well, are, I'll, I'll, are normal, be, I'll uh, be,
4: when we go off air, I'll talk to you about him because, he, be great. He, you know, he's he's suffered a lot, and he needs assistant technology, and it's like pulling teeth to get what he needs. Yeah. Um,
1: we can get him a phone. we get the, we got the perfect guest coming in next week to oh, handle all of that. No question. We have the director of geriatric services for the VA coming in next week.
4: That's right. Well, and that's why I'm here, really, because of you guys and what you do here every week, you know, with this program. Uh, there's very little, I, I feel there's very little. I, I can
1: think of something you could help us with. What's that? Help recruit some lawyers that might give law services to veterans.
4: I could do that. I could definitely do that.
1: You know, on a pro bono basis. Sure. You know, identify a couple of niches.
4: Absolutely. That
1: are the experts, you know, and maybe we could find out within the veterans community what are the big needs, what what's going on. That that, what do you think, Chuck? No, absolutely. I mean, you know,
0: legal service is very difficult uh, for the vets to get hooked into because one, they don't have a lot of money. You know, they don't have the money for to to pay lawyers for for stuff. But it could be very simple things, just somebody, you know. Maybe the vet got an OUI. You know, he needs a lawyer to represent him in court for a hearing. Could you be know? a
1: child, a child care issue. We we hear a lot from the Commonwealth of Mass right, Department the of Children. Yeah, right. that, that that you know, a vet gets in trouble because he's blind and behind on his on his payments. Right. Then what does he do? Stress, you know, tension, flashbacks, and. It's Whatever the numbers are, it right. could just be Especially from the
0: veterans suffering from P- diagnosis of PTSD. So now she's adding on more, more stress to him. If he had a legal, somebody from the legal world that he can sit down and talk to and see what his options are.
4: I'd love to talk more about that with you, Greg, Greg. and with Craig. Uh, the reason I. I, I yeah, you know, we all try to help anyway we can. We have just opened a new business uh, in Salem. Out, I've heard Real Pirate Salem. It wow. is there are only two places on the face of the earth where you can see the artifacts we have. These are artifacts recovered we that were underwater for 300 years. No kidding. And wow, uh, actually, the pirate we talk about, Black Sam Bellamy, who after one year as a pirate at the age 28 was the wealthiest pirate of all times. Um, he was, he was a veteran. He wow. was a veteran of the, of the British uh, Of course, Navy. why not? And, uh, Who else?
1: To be a pirate? you wouldn't want uh, an infantry guy, right? Well, well,
4: yeah, exactly. he was a tank commander. <laughs> but,
3: but actually,
4: uh, you know, the story, we talk about, uh, you know, stereotypes. And with veterans, you deal with it all the time. Sure. And it's a, a real handicap. And pirates is a stereotype. Pirates in the golden age of piracy had the most democratic, egalitarian society ever. They came together. All, most of them veterans, really, or escaped slaves, yeah. or escaped Native Americans. And for the first time in history, and probably the last, on this one ship, were escaped slaves, Native Americans. This is the 1700s, and, wow. and a lot of vets from wow. Europe. Wow! Wow! They pulled together society. And when you signed the articles, this was 60 years before John Hancock signed the Declaration of Independence. These guys did the same thing. Black Sam Bellamy said, "I'm no longer British. I am my own nation." We count for something. We're not going to be thrown aside. The British had laid off 30,000 naval vets. Wow. After the war of the Spanish succession with no assistance whatsoever. Wow. Left them to their own devices. Wow. And these guys came together as a as a brotherhood. Yeah. Um, and they, they had two simple rules. One, everybody got an equal vote. Everybody got an equal share of their national wealth. Equal. No 1%. What? Wow. No, no 99%. Yeah. They, wow. had, they got equal rights to clothing, to drink, to food, and they went through the ceremony where they actually, uh, by, when they signed the articles, they effectively felt that they had died, their old self, of being just dehumanized by the process and had been risen now uh, by the freedom of the seas and by this brotherhood to have a new existence as a new nation. And as soon as they did that, every other nation on Earth. You're giving pirates a good name here, Bill. Well, you know, uh, pirates were given a bad name. Who were they given a bad name by? By the countries that were colonial powers that were invading every continent (laughs) in the world. You know, think Aztecs, think Ingers. Takes a
1: pirate to know a pirate. Yeah, well, these guys were doing it on a much
4: bigger scale. They came in, like, to the Americas, into into the Asians, and and they killed hundreds of thousands of people. Sure. And when they came in, they then stole everything in sight, great. and they enslaved the population, Perfect. and they took away their culture. And those were the good guys. Sounds
1: right? like sounds like Putin.
2: Yeah. 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 So, it's but okay they voted on it. So but great.
4: anyway, the purpose yeah. of this is that I, I'm into you know this business, and I, as soon as I knew I was going to open shop, I called Wolfie and great. said we'd like to hire vets. Yeah. And, and so we've been looking to do that. We haven't. We I think we've haven't any. Well, you got you've got
1: to take a giant was, booth. Yeah. At our at our no, festival in, in in Quincy, yeah. yes. uh, we're going to have 150 tables at our, our festival. It's a five hour festival. Last year we drew a thousand vets in the yeah. in the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd like to. Uh, – will give you two tables and put them side by yeah, side. That would be great. And it's right on Pageant Field in Quincy. Right well, on. Well. Right on. You know where it is. Uh, and and like I say, we, we have a marching band, we have Fat City playing, we have a Parkinson's Pavilion that we're putting together with uh, some great international groups. So uh, it's it's a happening. Quincy it's a good is time. It's a
4: good place to have it. Mayor Koch, whose son he's uh, going to be speaking. Well, Mayor Koch has known it. I mean, his son has been deployed off and on over uh, the last three or four years, I think. And every time <sighs> he would come home for vacation, and the mayor would, you know, yeah, uh, have a, that rare opportunity to. See his son and then say goodbye. You know, and, uh, so and the
1: multiple multiple tours are not good. Yeah, you
4: know, they're, they're,
1: they're not good. They just stay with with the vet and they come home and they they miss it. They they miss the camaraderie. They're alone, aren't they, Jack? Oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: And, and and you know, the more they stay alone, the more they worry about being alone. You know, but with your propensity towards veterans now, you know, let's really make a big deal out of. You know, what can we do to get more veterans up to, to to take a look and have a great day of entertainment?
4: You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but my wife and I own two lightships, two Nantucket lightships, which we saved from being scrapped. The first one we bought 22 years ago on eBay, outbid the uh, the scrappers on it. Yeah. And um, so we've we're, we were been trying to establish one of the two as a memorial next to the Coast Guard Park in New Bedford, where the only national monument exists exists for lightship sailors, and I was astounded to learn that uh, there is no monument for except for this for enlisted Coast Guards people, that they have a monument at the Academy for the officers, but no monument wow. for enlisted sailors.
1: Seems like a, seems like a hole in the uh, in, in the bottom now, of the boat there, huh?
4: And so we're we're trying to do this. It's complicated. It involves all yep. kinds of things. But you know, it, it is once again. You know, uh, you know, you, you live every day, and you hope you're living well because you're living for so many people that aren't here today, or so many people that are struggling with the residual of what they've done. You know, for this whole country. Sure. And it's it's a it's a powerful. You know, it's it, it is both an honor and a burden to have known these people. But yeah. you know, I mean. One of these, I won't name a name, but about, oh, I don't know, several years ago, this person was dying. And I've Mm -hmm. known this person all the time, very, very close, incredibly close. And at the end, he said, I need to talk to you. And so I went over, and we were talking. He said, I want to tell you something. And it was, he was on a search-and-destroy mission. uh, And uh, there was a, you know, the Claymores were out there. Yeah. uh, A Vietnamese... North Vietnamese soldier had gotten wounded, and I won't go into the details. But what happened after that has haunted haunted him every day of his life, every night of his life. And this was uh, just a kid, you know, just a kid trying to do his duty uh, and doing the right thing at the time. What he did was the right thing, but haunting him forever. You know,
1: no nobody should have, no human should have gone through the war in Vietnam. It was an intolerable. Disgrace of a losing battle. We, we since the in, since the French got kicked out at the end, banfield We've had uh, we have Mike Cunningham is our Vietnam uh, uh, history professor from UMass Boston, and uh, he's written five books. Uh, a great veteran uh, has been looking for his blown up sergeant now for twenty years, trying to get over there, digging whatever. Um, but we've, we've had a number of, of shows, haven't we? Haven't oh, we absolutely. And Mike's great. He just knew everything. But, you know, one of the strange things was he painted Ho Chi Minh to not be a bad guy. Really? Because, well, we're going to take our break here. Let, I'll just explain, because uh, I was shocked because Ho Chi Minh was the worst person in the world other than Jane Fonda, you know. But <laughs> be that as it may last, why don't you take it away, kid, and we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here with two great new guests, new friends of the uh, ne- n- friends of the Veterans Voice Network. But you'll be hearing from them again. They both have some great ideas. And Billy, thanks a lot for sharing uh, what you're doing with that Pirates Museum. I, I I think it can be a nice meeting spot.
4: Oh, it'd be a great meeting Wouldn't spot. Wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be inspirational. We have a speaker series. We're gonna we should get a speaker up there talking.
1: Mike Cunningham.
4: Let's, let's talk about who it could be. You know, what John said earlier is something that I've experienced all the time, is, is the loneliness, uh, the loss of, of the experience over there, the brotherhood, the, you know, the, the intensity of it, uh, and the fact that everybody else doesn't understand. Nobody understands. I mean, it's, a, it's an experience that if you didn't go through it, Nobody. There's no way to talk to about it. There's you no to way to. A,
0: you want to host a coffee for vets? Yeah, I'll yeah. host
4: a coffee. Sure, I will. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm mean yeah. That's
0: where the museum is. Oh,
4: I'd be happy. I'd host a coffee up there. Everybody gets through free. We we'll, would be happy, to do, yeah. happy Chuck, to do that.
1: Chuck initiated a program of nothing, just a cup of a, a jug of coffee, and a bunch of vets sitting around the table, just shooting the breeze about whatever they want to shoot the breeze about. And it's amazing now. Wolfie's got it going down the Life Saving Museum. You help with that, you 50 know,
2: peop- Chuck. Fifty people, fifty people a day, as Alice as just yeah. right. Fifty people a month come in there. Now, yeah. Chuck. We sneak yeah, all the services right into. We can depth. set, we set that. Up. Boy, that'd
1: right be a right great, great, great place venue, to and we have it, and it's recurring. No, that's bill, a, yeah, bill. that Yeah, you that, know, it's yeah. not just the one time. And a lot of you get the new guys, and then they're going to bring a friend, you know, and that's the way. Chuck what do you got thirty-eight of them, or thirty-nine. Yeah, about thirty-nine. Now Now I, I mean we're out of state now You know
0: uh, But there's About 30 running right now In Massachusetts Is there
4: one in Salem already?
0: Well Kim Kim Emerling has one That's like monthly You met
2: him You know Yeah, Yeah The VSO Yeah
0: Him and I served together in Beirut I've known Kim Did you really? Yeah uh, So <clears throat> Set up another one Doesn't matter if there's just oh, yeah. one, I mean, sometimes have two or three of them. He might want to host. That's he might want saying, to want to guy, join with Bill, this. though. Right, you yeah. might want to talk to talk sure. to uh, talk to Kim and, and have it moved to the to the Pirate Museum.
4: We've got a nice area. How you know? Uh, we don't have a great deal. We kind of max out about thirty when we in the space yeah. we have twenty five maybe. Uh, but I'm uh, happy. I'll you know. I been I've been in touch with Kim. Didn't realize. Let me see. We'll see if we can yeah. work something else. Yeah, yet, Kim's yeah. been on yeah. the show
1: several times. They yeah. were both in Beirut at the uh, the embassy. Uh, oh uh, my God! I, bombing, barracks bombing,
0: embassy bombing. That's why I'm kind of crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that. What I just can't rolling. think. I just can't think <laughs> of a better place to be.
1: Yeah, you know, than at the museum. I, I think. And your stories about oh, the vet, about the, the oh, veterans' it's, it's, bill, bill are non-ending.
4: Yeah, and this is by the way the, you know. The, one of the lessons of finding this Barry Clifford, the underwater explorer that found this, really an incredible guy. He finds this treasure. He's this last two weeks ago was his 40th year diving in open ocean waters, 40 degree temperature, and now in July, great white sharks. Nice. And he's doing. He's never sold a single coin. He's found he's twelve thousand coins in bars wow. away, and bars so of water Wow! So he sold one. Because he felt they were used to. This had been a a slave ship before. The slaves had been. The people had been sold into slavery. It was going back to England, full of
1: full of gold. Gold And and the
4: pirates caught it at that point when there was no, you know, nobody there that was being enslaved. But the important part of this is who owned that boat? Who was the slave trader? It was a senior member of Parliament that was welcomed into the highest social circles of London at the time. You know, you think about it. Uh, As a successful business person.
1: My how times have changed, huh? What
4: was his business? Buying and selling human beings. Lloyd's of London's insured a lot of these boats. Bank of England financed them. And where did the muscle come for the slave trade? From the crown, from the British
1: Navy. wow.
4: So, wow. we we're the good guys, we were the bad guys, you know. It's a as fine you guys th- know, it's not often clear, John. Right? Depends not on the side,
1: on which side of the fence you're. Chuck, uh, I'm sorry, Chuck. It, it I'm depends sorry. on what side of the fence you're 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 basing it on, you know.
4: Yeah, but history gets rewritten, and and we have to live, you know, learn to listen to the people that actually lived the history, sure. such as the vets.
1: Sure, sure. Well, and a country is judged by how they treat their veterans.
4: Absolutely.
1: You, you know, we we've. Uh, had enough time, you know, in our little circle that, uh, you know, we've, we've developed a kinship.
4: Well, you know, it's a tribute to Rick Perry, too, that he, he has set this up with you guys, you know.
1: Oh, I cold-called him. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I had never, none of us had, Ed, Ed, we, we, could,
4: Perry. I'm we sorry, couldn't, Perry,
1: pl- I, had I couldn't Perry. play the radio in my car, never mind beyond on the radio. But as a veterans advocate, after 10 years of having every media outlet not talk to us about the good stories that we had to give, I got up courage and I cold called Ed.
4: And what did Ed say?
1: He said, "Yeah, let's have a beer," and we shook hands. And about six months later, uh, we we started the show. He said, there's your studio, Greg. I'll see you later." And uh, it was it was uh, it was an experience.
4: You never needed a written contract with that; just a handshake. You know, that's yeah. all I needed. Yeah,
1: that's all I. He took a chance and saw me. I didn't know him. I'm I'm coming with. Just some Weymouth kid, right? That's all. Yeah. You know, on the back river. I didn't know W A T D existed. I really I remember WJDA. Well, you know
4: a why WATD is called WATD? Because they started at the dump. At the I, du- I go back. <laughs> oh God! You know we're at the dump.
1: Oh right? yes, we, yes, yes, we are. But they they've done a good job here. They oh. they you know they've been on the air for forty five years and uh, still continuing. They started the network for the blind downstairs uh, oh, TLC, forty years yeah. ago. An award winning uh, uh, program. So uh, Ed, Ed gives back a lot. He, he he does a lot in the station. Uh has been very kind to all of us with all of our projects. Uh you know, so uh you know we're 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 happy to be here. We're but happy. Do you know what to I wanna
4: here. hear about? I wanna hear more about growing. Well
1: because I wanna make sure that that she brings a trailer full of equipment with her. Uh, uh, that sounds like fun. Yo, it's a blast. Yep. I mean as, long we, as I don't have to
3: erg, will be No, uh, no, we're gonna make me, you erg. Yeah. <laughs> You'll yeah. Our erg, our erg
1: so, could you bring some 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 rowing devices that we could we could put somewhere? I don't know if you want to have them in the should. in the in the sunshine area. We have a beautiful uh, uh, tree covered area that's in the shade. Yeah, if the that shade would be, it would be more great.
3: Um, what's kind of unique about rowing is that these machines can be adapted for anybody's physical disability, um, and we have. Like fixed seats, uh, the boats can have pontoons. Rowing's kind of unique that way. And you know, we've touched on a lot of uh, pretty deep subjects here. But uh, one of the benefits, uh, one of the many benefits of rowing, is it's a whole-body exercise. You're using your legs, your sure. trunk, your arms. Yep. It's repetitive. Oh whatever you can. Or whatever <laughs> you can. Um, I've actually <coughs> had I had an officer, navy officer, rowing with a chest harness, and he had no arms or legs. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Amazing! It's well, 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 amazing. I've, I
1: broke my neck, and I've had two neck operations. And I swear, the only thing that saved me was that I grew up with a rowboat on Back River, and we used to row to Grape Island, Slate Island. We lived on. you we had a good base. Oh, we didn't have yeah. any. Uh, oh, my 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 neck and my uh, traps. I dove into a pool and snapped my neck back.
3: Probably saved your life.
1: Absolutely, there's no doubt. Yep. There's and no there doubt. there is
3: something too about that repetitive. Just the over and over repetitive action of rowing uh, that gets you. And, and right I
1: want to set you. up a meeting there with Brett Miller, okay. who is the uh, director and president of a company called 110 Fitness out of Rockland. Mm-hmm. They happen to be the world's leading Parkinson's treatment center. And they do this with a variety of exercises tied to boxing. For some reason, Parkinson's does not affect the boxing motion. Mm-hmm. And he has this great place in Weymouth mm-hmm. that just that does tremendous work uh, with the Parkinson sufferers. And uh, there's no cure, but it's a treatment, and exercise is the best treatment for Absolutely. Parkinson's, as we're finding yeah, out.
3: Yeah, the endorphins are marvelous. Um, we have a program up in New York, and I, I won't specifically call them out, but we had one veteran that, you know, when you're rowing in a boat with your teammates... They depend on you to be there. Yeah. It's like the military, right? Yep. yep. So this is why it appeals to a lot of veterans. And that veteran was questioning his purpose on life that morning. And yep. he made a decision because he knew his teammates were waiting for him. Wow! Yeah, wow. that's really real. And the, and the yeah, mental yeah. health
2: aspects, yeah. aspects of the rowing is just as important as the physical. Yes. Just what you were saying, and, yeah. d- and Debbie's in the middle of that, bringing that to that world. So it's
3: it's. Well, incredible. Craig knows you can be rowing in the middle of the ocean and run into a buoy, and you don't know how the heck that happened. Yeah, because you get <laughs> yeah. in the are zone. Call- yeah. You know, are <laughs> so locked. You're locked
2: With, in. Is that a channel buoy? <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty yeah. big, buddy. <laughs>
3: as long as it's
4: not a lightship,
3: yeah. I don't care. <laughs>
2: We call it turning on the white light. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but if there's just one person that we can turn that around for, well, that's I, I think is. we
1: can affect many yeah. over time. But it doesn't take one visit. You got to come back. Right. You got to you got to come back on a quarterly basis. Talk about what you're doing. We'll help you plan special events. We'll get the word out for you. And Billy, I mean, just there's
3: no uphills in rowing. It's all, no, it's ah, all flat. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: there's wind. So
3: there's wind th- and there's wind. Oh, well. Yeah, one,
1: one day, me and my <laughs> my uncle, a, a, a veteran, could fix anything. Uh, we got in my rowboat a back river. And we went to Nantasket Beach. Oh my Row, god! Oh, in a vast little uh, uh, engine must have been a hundred years old. And uh, we get over there. We share the pin.
4: Oh my god!
1: Okay, no problem. We get the tools. All the tools are at my beach. Mm. had to row home. Four hours it took us to to, to row home. That was my rowing experience in Back River that uh, helped me all my life. Helped me all my life. But we need to take our last break now for our our sponsors, and we'll be back uh, for the fourth quarter of a way too too short show. We've got to uh, repeat this one. Take it away, lad. We'll be back after these messages. Uh-oh, we have a we we have a, a, a caller on the line. Before we get to talk to some fabric, I see Larry's on the on the on the line. But even before that, um, Deb, if some how is how would people. Get involved with with your program.
3: The easiest thing to do is go to usrowing.org, dot org. Okay. Or you can email me directly at deb. at us dot org.
1: Okay, very good. And we can we, certainly, Wolfie. Uh, we can we uh, we can get in touch yes. with you. And Bill, how about uh, your your pirate museum?
4: Uh, it's called Real Pirates Salem. Uh, realpiratesalem.com is the website and uh, just put Bill before realpiratesalem.com and you'll reach me
1: very good, very good, and once again uh, maybe we could uh, put links on our website for you, yep. y- no, you know we'll put it, it on the veteransvoicenetwork.org yeah. so one click, even me and Wolfie uh, can do one clickers <laughs> <sick. laughs> <Just laughs> most of the time Wolfie is a one clicker <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. welcome, uh, we have a caller on the line uh, why don't you put him through please laugh Is he coming through? Hello. Hello there. Hello, it's George Bouchard. How are you guys doing? Oh, boy, (laughs) one of our favorite (laughs) VSOs.
2: Bouchard, Bouchard, you took such a beating last week, I can't believe you're back. Yes, I just got out of the hospital, by the way. Uh Thank you. We try not to
1: leave any marks to last. They'll all go away, George.
5: Well, you certainly didn't. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys a call and uh, give you a reminder of what's going on in the city of Quincy this Saturday evening. Please do. uh, I'm hoping you guys can make it. So uh, the annual, the 71st annual Flag Day Parade, which is the oldest Flag Day Parade in the country, uh, will take place in the city of Quincy at 7 p.m. down Hancock Street down to pageant field where we have our um, july event on the 23rd it stops down there and it's going to be a wonderful supply of fireworks at that field during that evening so you
1: have, you have a big crowd that turns out george don't you huge crowd yeah. it's,
5: a, it's a huge crowd it's a great family event uh, but this year's fireworks um from what i hear are going to be spectacular so if you're in the area in quincy Walliston Beach. Up in that area in Pageant Field, you've got to come see this parade and in, in the fireworks. You know, George, it's, it's with, truly amazing.
1: with all the COVID being gone, uh, you know th- this could be a pretty large event for you guys.
5: Yes, yes, and uh, the mayor is hoping it is. Um, uh, we are looking forward to it. Uh, this is a this is a wonderful event, and uh, you know, for the family, for the kids, uh, the, the parade kicks off at seven o'clock, and the fireworks go off at nine fifteen. So, are you really? It's I guess there's some rain in the forecast, but it's not going to stop us.
1: Well, you know, we have ways of uh, curing that, George. Not a problem. We just put Wolfie on it, and he uh, wiggles his uh, nose, and uh, the good things happen.
2: Even, yeah, though, even great, the weather's yeah. afraid of me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yes, but I,
5: listen, I'd love to see you guys if you can make it. Uh, you know how to get in touch with me. And
2: Come where should we park, it?
1: George? Down at uh, Pageant Field? Then?
0: Uh, park down in Hull. All
1: right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: have we'll have Wolfie row us
5: over. Dad can roll us over. <laughs> Just roll right over. Okay. Um, you can park at pageant. Uh, not a pageant field. They won't let you up there. But you can park around the surrounding areas there. Oh, okay. Or even Wollaston Beach.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Great. Uh,
5: even Wollaston Beach. You'll see the the fireworks will go off at Black Creek. Um, it is a total. Beautiful display of fireworks.
1: Nice. You can't miss it. Sounds great. And I and I want to thank you for your very kind invitation uh, for us to join you on the uh, Veterans uh, uh, Day of, uh, of fishing on the water, George. Thank you very much.
5: Yes, that is uh, the 13th of July. I would love to see you guys come, hop on the boat with me. That way I can push Wolfie right off. He won't be rowing in the from path. there. I'll tell you right now. Well, <laughs> but, you know, uh, there's no. good
1: pirates and then there's Wolfie. Uh, <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Even the
5: pirates so, rejected me.
0: <laughs> yes,
5: I know. it. But listen, you guys do a great job. Hey, Chuck, are you there, too?
0: I'm Chuck? right here, buddy.
5: Good. Nice to see you again, sir, and uh, nice to talk to you. But you're invited, Chuck, too, if you want to come with us.
1: It's All a right, great, great.
5: out. Out in the water. We'll, we'll just listen. stick
1: him in one place. He's good just yes, standing yes. in one place, George. You know.
5: <laughs> but uh, you guys do a great job, and thank you for all you do for the
1: veterans. All right, buddy. It's it's great to work with you. Uh, thanks for calling in, uh, and uh, I'm I'm going to try to get there tomorrow night. Oh, yes, Saturday yes, to me. night.
5: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's tomorrow. Night. Uh, tell Wolfie it's tomorrow night. You can come.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the rain, day is Sunday, Wolfie. So, yes, <laughs> not, not a problem. Georgie, thanks right. so much for all you do and helping us. You're a great, uh, you're a great asset, Boris. Really thanks for thank taking the time. Thank you so much,
5: and God bless all of you guys, and God bless all the veterans.
1: All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you. Bye bye. G- George Bouchard, uh, Quincy VSO, instrumental in putting this thing together. I just called him out of the blue a few years ago and said. Uh, Hey, George, uh, what are you doing this July? You want to have something at uh, Pageant Field? And uh, what do we have, Wolfie, 20 tables maybe?
2: He brings everyone, yeah. in, everyone you need yeah. in. the La- and Last, crew, last, the last field, year we had 100 done. tables. Just
1: done. Uh, this year we're going to have about 150. We're going to have 50 tables of uh, benefit You'll providers. Be there. Uh, Get yeah, and we have a be- oh yeah, we'll have uh, maybe you have some banners if, if you have a yep. banner, yeah, We can hang a banner up on the backstop that we were talking yeah. about, a big one. Wolfie and I will hang that the night before, uh, but we're gonna have uh, a great time, a great a great time.
2: It it really attracts a ton of veterans who are the people that, for the services they come there for the services. So it it, to find it, out
1: about the services that they never even knew,
2: yeah, they 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 could we, get. We we just yeah. had
1: the Gold Star wives on. A a few months ago, and there's a fund in the Commonwealth for Gold Star Wives. It's a $2,000 a year annuity paid once every six months. There are 5,600 women that are qualified for this program. Take a guess on how many have signed up.
2: Nobody knew about it. Take a guess. Zero, I think. 200. Mm -hmm.
1: 200 out of 5,600 available missing out on $2,000 a year. That's a chunk of dough. That's the kind of message that we're trying to get out to people. Just ask. There's pockets and barrels of money available. (laughs) All sorts of treatments and drug care, prescriptions, eyeglasses, here in age. Rowing. Well, rowing. I was going to say, it's rowing. the rowing. It's, rowing. It's,
2: it's, it, all those vehicles, like the rowing, it's, we say our job is to trick the veterans into getting the service they are <laughs> yeah. That's, We trick them. That's what our yeah. job is, to trick them into getting the rowing, getting to the museum. Yeah. Having the coffee up there would change the whole, at That's the Pirate really, Museum. Sure. It's really yeah, exciting. Make the process exciting. Less he, he, we
1: should also uh, sign up with uh, the Valor program. Right, yeah. That he's, that he's buying a 40-foot, he's already bought it a 40-foot Danish sailing vessel. Uh, he's retrofitting it, and he's him and Chuck are uh, uh, turning it into, a, like, a vet center, floating vet center where boat. Is
4: that, where is that going to be, Chuck? P-Town. Really? Terrific. Where town we're, we're in P-Town.
0: Well, it's McMillan Wharf is where it's going to be. That's
4: where Barry Clifford, the underwater explorer, has his. Oh, he's got a museum his. right, right. Yeah. there. we yeah. parked right, yeah. right next to it, Beautiful ship. Yeah. yeah.
1: Beautiful. So that's, beautiful. you know, that's that's some of the work that we're doing, but we'd love to help you expand our base. Uh, Deb, uh, rowing is a big, big deal yeah. for me, you know, yeah. and a few, well, 15 years ago, there was a place in Abington, Scotia Boat Builders, a hmm. couple of Maine kids, and I had them build me a custom 12-foot beautiful wooden rowboat. Wow. Somebody came down my beach and rowed it up, <laughs> <laughs> rowed it up, and that was the end of my beautiful wooden rowboat, you know? I've been lonely and I've been asking Wolfie if he can find me one, but there's no wooden rowboats. sure row it's not in
3: Hull? We uh, a, yeah. uh, <laughs> might be at Sunset There is out. something yeah. about the water, isn't there?
4: there
1: is I, I live it. on it. You know, I, I, my uncle fished 700 lobster traps wow. out, of, out, out of back river. It, it, so,
4: I thought 50 was a lot. No, seven, <laughs> him, and his, him and his wife, you know, sure, 70 years absolutely. old apiece.
1: In one year, he decided he had to take all the screws out of his 40-foot Novi boat. Well, that was before power tools.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Son of a bit. He did them all by hand.
3: He must know my dad. Oh, he, ah! was, oh my God,
2: that's so he sc- was crippled.
1: But you, for, for three months afterwards, they had to rappers his up. But Lithuanian, he's just, I got to do it. You so do there's it. nothing but, but to Deb do But was just
2: talking about the mental health of the water. The only time that the vets were hurting so much... Are really at ease and really comfortable and really at home is in the water on those boats yep. Yep, it really changes the who they are yeah, so we got
1: July 13th got Wolf, you way. got to join me on that boat ride Chuck come on up you, yeah. you were certainly invited they have a big lobster dinner afterwards but unfortunately folks we have to thank you for coming in tonight um, we'll have links put up to your website you. if you forward them to me and I'll forward them to my uh, my web guys and, and girls for uh future, uh, you know, uh, working with you, but, uh, you know, this is only the beginning. Great job. Oh,
4: it's a real pleasure. Thank you, Thank Craig, you for, for having everything. Oh. You and, and Craig and, and Chuck, for everything yeah. you guys do. Well, so if, it, if it
1: wasn't for you two guys, nobody would want to listen to us. Listen to three to us. Oh, right. y- y- you
4: know? But at this point, we
1: uh, asked Chuck to say a few words.
0: To all the veterans out there, <clears throat> active duty, God, reserve, doesn't matter. You wore the uniform. You're having a hard time Maybe you went through some hard times. This is National Post Traumatic Stress Awareness Month. Maybe you're having some some bad thoughts running through your head. How about giving a call? 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press one. Call the National Crisis Line. 24-7. You call there, you're not going to say, oh, please, can you hold on? somebody's going to take your call, maybe you just need to talk to somebody. We all do sometime. Give them a try. Talk to them. They'll set you up with a counselor. Whatever you need, they're going to help you. Again, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt. Press 1.
1: Great job, Chuck. We want to encourage all those vets out there. You, you know, you may be a little bit lonely. You're losing some buddies. Hey, I just lost four of my best friends in the last two years. I, I know what you're going through. We're always here for you. Chuck's always here. And we'll tag along with Wolfie. So, next week we have a great show. We have the director of geriatrics coming on, our good friend Gail Clark. With her cohort, none other than Susan Rouse, a veteran of the Veterans Voice, and she's retiring. So, we're going to have a little send-off and, uh, and say goodbye to, to, to Susan. But, uh, Larry, thanks so much for helping us out tonight. Great job, and uh, we'll uh, thank our guests, and uh, we'll get out of here. So Dr. Joe is back in-house. Dr. Joe in the house. Oh, boy, oh, boy.